All right, everyone, brand new episode of The Polini Perspective coming up with Patrick and myself. We do want to make a note, though, right after we had recorded this episode, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo did announce that he's going to resign in two weeks because of his sexual harassment scandal. So um, you'll hear us talk about that in today's episode. Just know that afterwards, his resignation is official. Patrick, we're getting right into it today. We're not wasting right into any it. time. No I'm, way. I'm, co- I'm choking on my coffee. You're coughing. You're back. You're back in the D.C. region. I'm allergic to work, really. I'm back after like a month of vacationing, and now I'm allergic to work. Sounds like most people. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I know the feeling, except for I run this station. Um, Yeah, so I'm back. Um, You know, I mean, as always, I feel like I say over the past couple of weeks, where do you want to start? But really, it's just all COVID and masks, and it dominates the news. And the CDC has done yet another reversal, it seems like, as of this morning, um, where masks only need to be worn by vaccinated people in high-risk areas. Yes. I, I mean, where do you what do you want to do? Do you want to talk more mask stuff? Obviously, I saw you, you know, you've been tweeting uh, about listen, it. I think we got to we certainly have to touch on it. We, we're not I don't think we have to spend too much time on it again. OK, you know, the CDC once again said high risk, not substantial. So, for example, Montgomery County right now is in substantial risk. So they instituted a mask mandate, which, by the way, no one was adhering to over the weekend, like literally almost no one. I don't think anyone's going to. Yeah. Places aren't enforcing it. People, you walk in, no mask. You kind of get to your seat. You get up. No no one's enforcing it. Um, So the problem, and I've said this. For, for 12 to 15 months, it was follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. And then what does the CDC do based on a, a situation in Provincetown? Um, kind of shifted to vaccinated individuals have to wear masks indoors based on very little, if no science. And, and as you unpack it even more, it makes even less sense because vaccines right now are working at such a high efficacy, much higher than they originally thought. And we did a story this morning on Fox 5. We looked at Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. The breakthrough cases are 0.018%. So low. People who are, it's, it's beyond low. It's... <clears throat> It's, it's so low, it's embarrassing what these jurisdictions are doing. What they're doing is, the messaging is vaccinated and unvaccinated people are equal in terms of their risk because you're forcing vaccinated people to wear masks to protect unvaccinated. Listen, at the end of the day, what this came down to was the CDC And the White House and the administration could not figure out how to get unvaccinated people to wear masks because of the Delta variant. They were spreading it amongst themselves and to their children at a high rate. So what did they do? They said everyone has to wear masks. Therefore, you can't have unvaccinated people uh, ignoring the honor system and going maskless. So that was their way to get everyone to wear masks. And you know what? I, I... I think, 
And it's not being about anti-mask. It's about being, you've been told for all this time, science is driving, science is driving, science is driving. But it's really, it's like kids in school, okay? I don't have any kids school age, but I argue with friends of mine who have kids school. And they're like, oh, he's okay wearing a mask. Is he really? Is he really? All day? No, come on. For what purpose? Well, we don't know. If you're 12 to 17 year old and you're vaccinated, there's zero reason, zero scientific reason you have to wear a mask in school. It's the easiest thing. Instead of mandating it for unvaccinated or saying vaccinated children don't have to wear a mask 12 to 17 and give them some kind of green card, right? Or, or something that identifies them as vaccinated. There's no, there's no scientific experts out there who can tell you why a vaccinated 15-year-old has to wear a mask all day in school. And that's the problem right now because now people are like, screw you, CDC. Screw you, school district. Like, enough. Enough. Why is my 15-year-old who went out and got vaccinated have to wear a mask for 10 hours a day? Well, isn't the argument, isn't the devil's advocate, or or not really devil's advocate, but isn't the argument CDC and Fauci are making is, look, let's just try to control this Delta variant. We know that masks work. Well, that's what he's saying. Well, first of all, all, we, we, we think they work. Where's the evidence that they truly work with children? Children aren't at a high risk. And by the way, exactly what you said. How is a vaccinated person a kid at risk by not wearing a mask. You're, then you're saying the vaccinations don't work, Are and you, they do. Well, I just read, okay, so, so you know, Fauci's big thing listen, over the past. We, we, we got to be very careful. And again, you know me, I've worn masks, I follow rules, I, we follow them at work. I, I am not anti-mask by any means. But we have to be very careful in society just saying, Everyone wear masks out of abundance of caution. Everyone do this. Everyone do that. It's a slippery slope. And I don't mean that from a conspiracy theory standpoint, like government overreach. Da, 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 da. It, it, a 15, I made a decision as a parent, if not me, but if you had, to get my 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old vaccine. And now you're going to tell me they got to wear masks for nine, 10 hours a day in school to protect unvaccinated children? And by the way, the, the risk of me transmitting it to you is is nil. Well, there is Virtually some with nil. Delta. Virtually nil. It's low. Okay? It is low. So, so let me ask you this question. What will be the trigger point for a vaccinated student to not have to wear a mask in school? Because you know, never will you be at 100% of unvaccinated children getting vaccinated. So are kids going to wear a mask in perpetuity? Are we masked forever for school kids? Well, I think when when you have states like Texas, Alabama, Florida, right, with with huge infection rates uh, or mm-hmm. those infection rates climbing, I think when they drop to the lower points like we see in the huge, Northeast, hold on. huge infection rates among unvaccinated. We need to be careful just saying cases are hot. It's un. this pandemic at this point is only for the unvaccinated. Yeah. Two to 11-year-old children who can't get vaccinated should wear masks if they want, even though I believe the risk is super, super low. If you're that worried about it, they should wear masks. Fine. I don't agree with it, but 
if the school district wants to say two to 11 year olds have to wear masks, all teachers should have to be vaccinated and students who are vaccinated 12 to 17 should not have to wear masks. Think about this, Sarah, real quick. If you're, if you're forced to wear a mask because you're an unvaccinated 14, 15, 16 year old and your friends are all vaccinated and they're going masks, wouldn't you want to get vaccinated so you don't have to wear a mask? Yeah, but you can't say that because it could be the parents. The parents could say that they don't want okay, to vaccinate their but kids. Maybe, yeah, but, this, maybe okay, tw- but this is but a- maybe 20 percent of them say, you know what? Okay, but this is like, you know, counter. this is really canceling out your point, which is, oh, we have to be really careful about this mask mandate. But then you say, okay, well, let's shame the kids in school by shame. Shame. It's okay. Okay, but then you're basically you're just completely negating your whole argument here. No, you know what? No, if you're not going to follow the science. No, if you're not going to follow the science, if you're not going to follow the science, then all bets are off. You can't punish a 14 or 15 year old for ignorant parents who aren't going to get punishing their- them. They got to wear masks. You're saying make them wear masks so everybody knows. Let's put a scarlet yeah. letter on them. Yeah. Oh, Damn but straight. by the way, look, no, we no, have no. to be it's careful. It's not a scarlet letter. They're, listen, an unvaccinated 15 year old is at risk more than a vaccinated person, and they're more at risk to spread it to other people and more apt to get it from their most likely unvaccinated adults. Yeah, which is Fauci's whole point is let's get every oh, let's please. have everyone Don't even get me started with that guy. Let's no, have no. everyone wear a mask to protect, even no. though it's a tiny no zero no. It's wrong. It's n- it's wrong. We are not following the science. Sorry. Okay, I'm well done it... ra- I, I'm done ranting about this because you know it's all. But Sarah, you can't have it both ways. You can't say follow the science, follow the science, follow the science, follow the CDC for 15 months. And then the CDC goes out and makes vaccinated people wear masks in counties like Montgomery County, where only you're averaging 60 cases a day out of 100,000. You're at 92 percent of the eligible people vaccinated isn't the point they want to keep it that low though that's but but you're not doing that by making the vaccinated people wear masks you're not you're not you're not following the science let's talk about governor ralph northam who won't say the words mask mandate you think this is a smart political move he's got a re-election coming up yeah no he can't run again he can't run again excuse me it's yeah it's mccullough versus yunkton that okay only a one term in virginia Listen, I think it's smart because a, then why is he doing it? Why is he doing it then if he's not getting reelection? Because because, again, a it's anti-science and B it's anti-business. OK, I'm not joking when I tell you there, there, I know a lot of friends, including us, who had a birthday re- reservation in Mo- Montgomery County indoors on Saturday. We moved it to Virginia. Because you know what? You don't know. Like you just I'm vaccinated. Our entire party was vaccinated and we didn't want to deal with, you know, oh, got to go to the bar, put a mask, go to the bathroom, put a mask. Like you want to have fun. You want you're vaccinated. I'm good. Right. So we went to Virginia. We went to Virginia. Okay. there's no science behind it. And you think Northam as a doctor knows that. So he won't use the words mask mandate. I think Northam is. I think he's more rational. And practical than some of the hysteria that's been created in D.C., Montgomery County, Prince George's County, and so forth. They don't know how to lead in those 
Well, how jurisdictions? Is he, yeah, I agree. And how is he leading? Because he's basically just putting it back on the school saying, listen to CDC. But why doesn't he take a stance? Well, I think the schools get to decide, right? The school districts do get to decide but by zone or county, however it's, you know, uh, you know, structured in, in your particular yeah. state. Uh, to the, you know, again, they decided. Here's the thing, and we can move on. It's easy for a leader to say everyone wear masks because you don't have to make a hard decision, right? And that's unfortunately what most of our so-called leaders do. It's not based in science. It's not based in what's best for the kids. It's not based in how to get more people vaccinated. It's easy. Everyone wear masks, no matter what. They don't realize the damage they're doing. They just don't. Perception, messaging, anti-science. Don't, you know, I don't want to hear, you know, down the road, oh, we got to follow science. Listen, COVID's not going away. I, I Real quick, I said this to somebody this week. What do we know now that we didn't know two months ago? Okay. We knew vaccines were going to work at probably 90 to 95 percent are they are they at that level absolutely are they even better than that yes and that's with the delta right we knew covid was never going to be eradicated completely we knew it was going to move into an endemic stage okay we knew there could potentially be a variant and we knew the unvaccinated were at risk right what's changed nothing yet we're, we're yet we got all this hysteria all this craziness you know, I, I mean, you know, all hospitalizations are up. Yeah, the unvaccinated. Okay, sorry, get vaccinated. Why they don't uh, say that more, you know, because I, I thought you had a good point in tweeting um, Mark Elric um, or Elrich there well, about, like, name how many people are unvaccinated that are hospitalized. Because they, they can't, Sarah. That's my whole point. If they told you at 146 new cases that seven or six or breakthrough you'd laugh at them yeah yeah but do right? you think what do okay. you think in talking to your friends groups and everything do you think people because it does seem to me like people are not they're not going to go back to masks really they have to obviously probably at school but you know to your point at least here in virginia in maine people would put signs in their businesses oh please wear a mask they never enforced it we walked into a lot of places without a mask no one says anything so kind of seems like it people depends, are i think it depends i mean i went into giant and I put it on because, you know, you're you're not drinking, you're not eating, you can't justify not having it. And honestly, if you're at that point, if you're being an obstructionist and breaking the rules, you look like an ass, even though you don't agree with it. So I put it on and I walk around. I think when you go into a bar or restaurant, you, you may put it on as soon as you walk in the door, just so you have it it looks like you're wearing it and then you're going to take it off as soon as you get in and no one's going to say a word in most places no they're not going to confront you i don't think rarely so but but let me let me touch on this because i i want to give the opposite side of this what ron DeSantis is doing in florida is is borderline criminal okay he 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 is going out of his way yeah right to defend the so-called freedom of adults and the right to choose. The problem with his argument is, first of all, it's completely idiotic in the sense that you, as a you, your choice, if it impacts my life, I have a choice too. 
right? The problem for DeSantis is he's only saying the choice is of those who don't want to be vaccinated, right? So you're putting my life at risk by not, and again, I don't agree with school masking for the vaccinated, but if you're unvaccinated, a school district should be say, able to say in Florida, unvaccinated children have to wear a mask. The problem right now, it's all or nothing. Like I was telling you about the Chattanooga, Tennessee place that can say mass in motion. So if a six-year-old sitting at their desk, not trying to learn or a 10-year-old, right? They don't have to wear a mask because they're not at risk. But if they get up, go in the hallway, indoor gym, they go to the restroom or running around the classroom, what have you, put a mask on. Okay. So there's two sides of this. I think our counties in this region have gone way overboard the hysteria based on numbers that, and, and, and again, not backed in science to force vaccinated people to wear a mask. On the other side, I think what the DeSantis and Greg Abbott are doing is just terrible also. So I do think there, there's some sort of middle here where you could protect five or two to 11 year olds, get more people to wear a mask. But um, so I don't want, you know, I don't, sure. I don't want people to think, I think what, 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 I mean, Florida, I believe is, I believe Texas and Florida combined are two and five, every two, two and five cases and throw Louisiana in there, which has a democratic governor, by the way, uh, I think they're literally 60% of all cases in the United yeah, States. Yeah, it's very, very high. And that's really where kids are getting sick, where pediatric hospitals are seeing the biggest influx of kids or those states. Of unvaccinated kids. Unvaccinated children. No, correct. and I say that jokingly, but not jokingly. I, I've said this to our, you know, internally at Fox 5, too. We have to start qualifying this. Yeah, you can't doesn't just bother say, me. You can't say kids are getting sick. Unvaccinated kids are getting sick. Preach it, Patrick I, Paolini. I, at a 99.9% rate more than vaccinated kids. Anyway, okay, 100%. let's okay. move on. Uh, You know, we have Governor Cuomo to talk about. What, I mean, what a, what a media darling who has fallen, you know, absolutely beloved at the start of the pandemic, giving conferences, going on CNN with his brother. Now, uh, I, I thought they were actually going to impeach or start impeachment hearings on Friday. I'm not sure if they did that. Um, you know, his top aide has resigned. Yeah, he, my my guess is he'll be impeached. The the more interesting story to me with that is how CNN has handled the brother. You know, he I read an article this morning that he's advising sources very close confirm that Chris Cuomo is advising the brother. Uh, I, if you're CNN, it's a very interesting tightrope walk on what you do with Chris Cuomo, right? I mean, he's on vacation this week. You know, uh, the the show over the weekend, Reliable Sources, uh, Brian Stetler came out and said, oh, my sources at CNN, now keep on, that show's on CNN. My sources at CNN say he's really on vacation, which was kind of funny. Uh, so I don't know. I You know, I don't know what's, you know, what CNN does, uh, you know, w- with, you know, that whole relationship and how yeah. that all transpired over last year in the summer and and everything. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see 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 how that navigates forward. I guess everyone says he should resign. Um, Andrew Cuomo should. Do you think he's going to? Obviously, it doesn't look like he is at this point. But Listen, I, don't I think, think he he's. Will. I think Trump. I think Trump taught everyone the playbook. Ralph 
Northrum didn't resign due to blackface. Lieutenant Governor didn't resign when he was accused. The next, I forget the uh, Attorney General, I believe, who has since been reelected, had a past with you know some blackface and other things. I, I think you're seeing over and over again that stay in, stay in, stay in, stay in, stay in. And I think Trump, you know, with numerous terrible news cycles throughout his election campaign, uh, everyone, you know, there's yeah. a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole YouTube meme about the eight, nine, ten different times during Trump's campaign. This is the end of him. This is the end of him. He's out. He's got to drop out. He'll drop out. The game's over. This was, you know, fun while it lasted. Bob. So. Listen, I think he stays in as long as he possibly can. Oh, yeah, I think he's going to all the way till impeachment, right? In the hopes that maybe something will shift. Well, because I do think, again, I'm and again, I don't know how New York State impeachment works, but if it works in any way similar to Trump being impeached or a president being impeached, he will get to defend himself in essence, a court of law, which he has not been able to do at this point yeah correct so so maybe that's maybe maybe that's why he's doing that i you know again i don't I have no idea why what his thought process is on that but um you know that um, all right. Well, let's let's talk. I, I'm curious your thoughts on NBC. NBC reportedly having the lowest Olympic ratings, uh, the lowest ratings for the opening ceremony since 1988. Um, some of the lowest ratings. In fact, there's even um, news stories saying that NBC gave additional and bonus um, commercials to advertisers to make up for low ratings to try to make them happy. And a lot of people are citing woke politics, you know, um, American athletes kneeling for the flag or protesting the flag what are your what are your thoughts i'm not sure we can fully blame it on that i think obviously people i don't know if they've lost interest in the olympics or maybe because of covid you know you get some inside scoop not really inside scoop but you have an inside perspective as you run a tv station what do you think um could be behind the low ratings i think it's a combination of a lot of things i think one it was delayed an entire year i think you know so so the the covid impact was definitely there. I think the time difference being 13 hours, uh, although you've had Olympics in the past that had similar uh, time differences that performed better. I think there was a lack of compelling stories. Um, I except like for that. Maybe, except for maybe Simone Biles and a few others. And then obviously she didn't participate on several nights. There was no Michael Phelps. I mean, listen, there were some great stories that came out of it. Um, you know, from a swimming standpoint and, and, you know, other, other athletes who performed exceedingly well, you know, I think some of your top NBA players weren't there except for maybe a Kevin Durant, uh, the woman's soccer team didn't perform as expected. Um, you know, some of it, the kneeling and stuff, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think so. I do think though, there is, listen, there's unfortunately the rah-rah support your nation no matter what focus or mantra, whatever you want to call it, uh, is not there as much as it was. And that's unfortunate, right? You know, I've always said, regardless of the issues that individuals may see with 
their country being the United States, I still believe what we stand for is, 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 is well above all its ills. And we do have ills. We have history of ills. We have things that need to be worked on and fixed as a society and all that stuff. And obviously that came to the forefront over the more so to over the, certainly over the last year, year and a half. But we're still the United States, right? So I, I do think there's some frustration with certain athletes and how they handle that from either a protesting standpoint or, I mean, and listen, you also had, you know, the greatest sprinter, female sprinter in the United States, Richardson, because she smoked a little bit of weed, she's out. Like, so I think when you throw it all in the pot. She would have been great. Yeah, she would have had great, um, you know, that would have been another great story. But um, you know, I, I also think the Olympics is not what it was. It's just not. The amateurism in many sports is gone. Um, it's all packaged. Um, it, I, I do think with the streaming and everything, it, it almost may be overwhelming to follow. I mean, I know that sounds crazy coming from, from me, but I do think that there's something to the simplicity of oh, I turn on the channel all day and it's on one station and I got everything. Um, I'm not sure it's one thing, but I'm not sure it'll ever be what the Olympics was. I mean, it was it was must-see TV. When I was growing up, it was must-see TV. Yeah, when I was growing up too, yeah. And... Um, but you but had good storylines. You had, you know, to your point, you had really good storylines. You know, you had Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. You had. Well, there's always a good storyline. I, I think that the, I think we'll see when it's back on more of a, a of a time friendly um, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, yeah, you're we're, we're, right. We're, 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 time time friendly, uh, geographically located. So. You know, obviously it's coming, you know, when if, you know, the U.S. down the road or um, I, we'll see. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think the 13 hours was tough. Yeah, um, it was. That's a great point. Now, listen, I just think, you know, at 4 a.m., you know, how many people are waking up to watch women's soccer? And then if they tie or lose 0-0 or 1-0, you're not watching it later in the day. You're just not. So, you know, I thought it was uh, – um, but really, 41% is a big number. I believe that at the end of the day, that's the, the national decrease over uh, four year or five years ago was 41%. And that's not 10%, 12. I mean, that's that's a big, big number. Yeah, I know. That that story is fascinating. Um, okay, what about, you know, 10 million job openings in the month of uh, June in the United States? Huge, you know, big sign of the economy coming back. Um, I think we, we've talked about this a little bit, but first-time yeah. American workers have had a lot of bargaining power. And you now see places like Target saying, we'll pay for your college education to come and work for us. What perks are Fox 5 prepared to offer <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. that now wow. that – you all are looking for workers. Master's degrees are what about a Mercedes lease for two years? Like what are you prepared yeah. to give us? Um how about free parking? The, the free parking, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I do some some of the uh, subsidies and the unemployment number uh, figures that we're giving out, I mean the, the the amount of money per week and some of the incentives and the child credits and da da da. 
you know, I think it's hurting, you know, local businesses. I also think that people reevaluated, you know, certainly priorities. Yeah. I think a lot of the people who maybe worked the uh, service type jobs um, had to do something else and moved into a different sector or um, decided to stay home and, and not pay for childcare and all this other stuff. So, you know, I think that it was, um, I think people got lazy too, to be honest with you. I, you know, I think there's, you know, with the uh, payments know. that the government's given now, um, even deferment, continued deferment of student loans, right? Deferment that, of student loans, the payments, child credits, this, there, there's just a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think people relocated and moved. Um, I think the uncertainty or, or the seasonal nature of some of these jobs, people had to find something else to do. And obviously with COVID, so... I, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. And I, you know, I don't, uh, it needs, it needs addressing. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, that's a huge number, 10 million, um, you know, jobs added and people looking in everywhere you go help. I mean, just unbelievable time. If you are looking for a job, I guess if you are, <laughs> yeah, I wonder what percentage of those are service related jobs though. Probably a huge number, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so huge, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, all right, let's talk to uh, President Obama's 60th birthday party was huge yes. news over the past week. Originally, 700 people, then reportedly scaled down. Um, no pictures, but we did see some people. Which you know, this to me was the most irritating part. You saw some celebrities actually post pictures, even though they had a strict no camera, you know, no pictures. I, if I were President Obama and Michelle, I would never speak to those people again. Like, screw you. You're, you're at, you know, you're at a former president's 60th and you guys still have to do social media. I don't know. That part of the story irritated the hell out of me, but were you irritated that the party went on? No, not at all. It should have stayed at 600 people as long as they were all vaccinated. All right. I mean, it didn't bother me. Listen, I'm, I, you got to stay consistent. If for me, I got to stay consistent. If they had a you must be vaccinated policy, which I don't know if they did or did not do, I don't care if it's a thousand people. Lollapalooza had a million people. Like if you're vaccinated, there should be zero issue. Yeah. It's crazy how, you know, and because it's Obama, they they were trying to pick on him and they, you know, he they, they changed the number of people and all this stuff. Why? Why? It's crazy. Listen, if he wants to have 600 people in his uh, at, at his palatial estate um, in Massachusetts, good for him if they're all vaccinated. Now, if, the, if, the, you know, if he's inviting unvaccinated people or you didn't have to verify if you're vaccinated, well, then 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 maybe there's some, some issues there. But um, as long as they're all vaccinated, I don't care. Party went on. It looked pretty amazing. But yeah, you're right. There were a lot of people trying to make that. I did not get an invite. (sighs) Shocking. I can't believe that. Um, Why? Why is that shocking? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Were we big? um, I'm trying to think how critical we were of President Obama. Um, Because I think this podcast, no. Did this podcast start when President Trump took office? I guess. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait. Obama was still president for like a year. Really? We've been doing this podcast that long? Yeah, I know. It feels like 10 years, but it's really three. <laughs> hey, how do you feel about <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit against Disney? This is, 
I don't know. An do interesting you one. Okay, you do. Okay. It isn't so so the big controversy is this. She was paid twenty million, but then she was, you know, given bonus on the back end based on how it did in theaters. But Disney decides to release it on Disney Plus and theaters, thirty dollars on Disney Plus in addition to your subscription. Okay. Uh, which I paid is, for. You did? You bought you bought yeah. Black Widow to watch. Yeah. Any good? Twenty nine ninety nine. Very good. Very good. All right. So whose side are you on on this or is it that black and white? Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know the details of the contract, uh, but I she has every right, I think, to say, hey, I got screwed out of another 10, 12, 15, 20 million. And by the way, the fact that she was paid 20 million doesn't mean she if she was if, if based on the contract and the expected ticket sales, she was going to make 30 or 40 million and she made 20. Let's not shame her because she only made 20, right? Yeah. It's not how this works. Well, okay, I have one. to imagine the men in these franchises, you know, um, Robert yeah. Downey and Jr. I, and I don't like how they came out and attacked her, which I felt like was an attack, and questioned her sincerity and understanding of the COVID pandemic and how that's I- impacted movie studios and so forth, okay? Uh, I don't know the merits, you know, Maybe she, I'm sure she tried to work on this behind the scenes. I would assume her her team, her agents, and, and her lawyers, and probably felt they needed to go public at some point. Um, you know, I get that maybe she didn't make as much money, but at the same time, that's not her fault, right? Yeah. So I sound like I think I'm a little bit more on her side, but I don't I don't know the particulars of 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 the deal of the details. I don't think, yeah, any of us really do, aside from the fact you're right, a lot of, they're getting a lot of heat for the way that they responded. And she, according to sources close to her, they, her team tried to negotiate with Disney. And then at some point they stopped communicating with her team. That's what her team said. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of what prompted it. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's fascinating to see what she, if she ends up winning it, which I'm sure there'll be some additional compensation. They'll settle. Yeah. Yeah, They don't want all their dirty laundry with, and I don't mean like bad stuff, but I mean, just how contracts work and they'll settle, you know, they'll, they'll come up with some number that, okay, the projected ticket sales would have been 70 million or blah, blah, blah. She'll make another five to 10 million or they'll do another long-term deal with her. My guess is they'll figure it out. Um, what else do you want to cover? We've covered a lot um, on today's podcast, and yeah, there's certainly I mean, been a lot. I, I think that, um, I, I mean, I'll just say with the pandemic that I think, it, and we're in the media, I think the media's got to be very careful and be very factual how they cover these stories. And I was very happy this morning we did, a, you know, when we covered the story, um, we really went into the detail of the percentages. You know, the 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 sound bites and these 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 fear mongering headlines. Kids are in hospitals and hospitals filling up, and you know, and that may be true. But who like we we got to be very careful that we're not blending the vaccinated unvaccinated when we tell these stories. Yeah, and I think we also have to hold these people making the decision to mask all students or mask all vaccinated people in restaurants or what have you. Why? What are the numbers? And if they're not giving you them, go get them. Really go get them. And and really tell the right story here. 
because, um, you know, we just have to make sure that we're, we're not, you know, that we're, you know, we're, that, that, you know, and then ask the follow-ups. Okay. So what would be the benchmark now to unmask vaccinated kids in school? And my guess is they won't have an answer because they haven't thought it out that far. And then that, but make sure that we're asking the right questions and getting the, and getting the right answers. And it sounds like you're beginning to see that, but what you you feel like major networks, local, you're not seeing enough of it. Like I'm not, I'm I'm not seeing enough of it. And listen, I get it. Most major networks and most people in the media want people to get vaccinated. Right. I would assume they're going to, they're going to create some, they're going to tell the story factually without digging in hospitalizations are up or yeah, to, to, to create fear and hopefully more people get vaccinated. But your job is also to make sure as a journalist that you're given all the facts. What are the real numbers? How many people are getting sick? Are they vaccinated or unvaccinated? What are the breakthrough infections? What's the rate of hospitalizations among vaccinated? I mean, how many have died or not died? And, you know, at some point, you know, you are going to like, this is going to be around, right? Yeah. And if, and vaccinate people, my, my biggest frustration with the whole thing, people are saying, why do you care? You don't have kids. Oh, you're on a rant all the time on Twitter about this. I care because I do believe in the vaccinations. I believe in getting back to some sort of normalcy. I believe businesses need that. Society needs that. Workers need it. And I think anything that we do as a society to, to diminish the impact that the vaccinations on a positive way have had. I mean, when you think about getting 60, 70, 70% of this country has one shot and think about when you look back on history, you're talking about from March to now, that's a short window. Yeah. It's right? huge. That's the huge. vaccinations got done and somebody else gave, you know, the Trump administration credit a Democrat last week I think it was even Biden actually said, yeah, it started under him and continued. So say what you want about how he reacted to it. There was an urgency to get the vaccinations going. Biden, I think, did a very good job making that transition to distribution. And we're in a good place. Yeah, we're acting like we're not. And I don't mean we're in a good place from the pandemic. People are still getting sick. But it's it's become, to me, a pandemic for the unvaccinated now. And that story just needs to be told more. That's all. I like it. Okay. I like it. All right. Um, I think right, I think that was a pretty complete podcast. Where can yeah. uh, people find you and follow Patrick, you? Patrick, GM, Fox 5. And uh, yeah. Okay. I believe I believe next week's uh, 160th, I believe. We're, we're getting close to ep- num- number of episodes. Damn. 160 episodes. All right. We'll be celebrating. We'll see you next week. All right. See Bye, ya. sir.